Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the King Kumar Podcast. This is me, your host, Advait Kumar. And on today's podcast episode, our sixth episode, we will be discussing the story of the AAF. Now, I'm really excited to bring you back my podcast. I had a little bit of a falling off, but you already know, I have to provide you guys some content and I am back at it again, doing what I love for you guys. So as I mentioned before, we're going to be discussing what the AF is, um, notable players, and um, the fail of the AAF. So let's first talk about how it was started. So it was started by two guys, Charlie Ambersall and Bill Poland. Now, Charlie Ambersall was the one who got the idea, and he... He got the idea after he worked on a 30 for 30 episode about the fall of the XFL, which was another football league that was supposed to be a competitor. And Empressal felt that he could learn um, from the mistakes of the XFL and make a new league that'd be better. But the fact that the NFL is essentially a monopoly um, makes it hard for any league to, to survive and compete because the NFL is like that one supplier of demand. It's that one football league in the football industry that is king. Um, That's essentially what a monopoly is. It's like a one firm who controls most of the demand curve. So if you know economics, you probably would understand what I just said. But if not, I hope that made sense for you. So he knew that he could not compete with the NFL because essentially, like I said before, it's a monopoly. So he thought, well, why not give a second chance to these NFL players who didn't necessarily work out, whose careers didn't necessarily work out, and why don't we give them another chance to play football? Because I have many friends that play football, and football is their lives. Um, It was really sad when my high school team lost. So this would give them like another chance to play something that they love, even though um they can't they can't play in the big league like the NFL. So some of the notable players who joined the NFL was Troy Palomalu, a legendary safety for the Steelers, who's known for his big hits. But anyway, we're talking about the EAF, so let's get into his role. So his role was the head of player relations. And another Steeler player, Trevor Swarm, if you're listening, you're going to love this, but it's Heinz Ward. And he was the legendary Steelers tight end. And he served as the player's executive. And the last player, notable player, that I'll be talking about is Justin Tuck who was a board member for player engagement. Justin Tuck is a very famous um, defensive end who used to play for the Giants. Um, he, I think he, he was one of the legendary defensive end. He had so many sacks. But yeah, and then one other player is Jared Allen. He's a former Viking, so Drake, um, hope you're enjoying this. Um, and he's a former bear too, and chief. Forgot about that. So let's talk about some notable players who joined the AF. The first one is Trent Richardson, 
who is one of the most hyped running backs when he was drafted back in the day by the Browns, who eventually got traded to the Colts for a first-round pick. And after that, he completely fell off, and his career didn't necessarily work out. He signed a few deals, I believe, with the Ravens, I think. And I think there was one other team. I can't remember. But anyway, he joined the AF. And Johnny Manziel, I'm sure most of you listening, most of the football guys knows who it is. And he was a former NFL quarterback who's known for his partying. But anyway, he was drafted by the Browns. And he used to play... He used, he used to be the quarterback for the, for, um, the notorious University of Texas A&M. And um, another player is Will Hill, who was the former safety for the Ravens, who is known for his blocked, game-winning blocked field goal against the Browns. And um, because of him, the Ravens beat the Browns. And it was a Monday night football game, so pretty big deal that he did that. And he beat the Browns. So if a team lost back in the day when the Browns were bad, um, it would kind of not be good. But anyway, and then I'm just going to go really quick here. So another player was Bishop Shanky. He was a running back for the Titans. Young Hoku, who was um, a South Korean kicker for the Chargers. And he made all of his field goals. Um, in the AAF, actually, I know this because I'm a Bears fan, and you know the Bears need a new kicker. Um, Will Sutton, um, going back to the Bears, he used to be a former defensive tackle for them. Matt Asiata, um, Drake, you might remember him as um, the former running back who used to play for the Vikings when um, AP was injured towards ACL. Um, Zach Stacy. Christian Hackenberg, the former quarterback for the Jets and Raiders, who didn't pan out at all. And that might have been the worst pick by the Jets. But you already know the Jets aren't the worst team in New York right now. Sorry, Giants fans. All those respect to my guy, uh, the quarterback who they drafted. Uh, and Mike Singletary. Um he who is a former Bears legend who was drafted in the second round of the NFL draft, and he was the former San Francisco head coach. So now um, let's talk about the fail of the AAF. So during the second week of the AAF, um, reports came out that the AAF missed payroll. Um, now, at first, the AAF said it was a big glitch, but they followed up by saying that they just needed someone to to invest in them. So um, they went to this guy named Reggie Flower, but he only invested like 28 million. Now this brings up a good point that I wanna talk to you about. And that's just like, yeah, 28 million is a lot of money, but for a league of the AAF, where they have to pay players, pay for um, rent at, um, at, at fields and all these kind of stuff, it's like, it's a big thing. Now, one of the good things about the AF is that um, they don't have to pay for TV broadcasts because CBS and all these broadcasting networks um, said that, hey, we'll give you a year 
you don't have to pay it all. We'll give you um, it for free, and we'll see how it goes. And after that, we'll talk. Um, but unlike that, but some of the bad things was that, um, like I said before, they don't have the necessary costs, like the NFL, to pay hefty contracts. Um, they can't get the best fields. Um, I believe there was only eight teams. Um, so they came and they were not even that big of cities. So they have to settle for lesser known cities. Um, but, and they also didn't have enough capital. So the reason that this was so big was the AF was pretty hyped up. I mean, they had about 25 million viewers on their first game. And that's like, that's only like 3 million off of 2.8 million, the Rockets and Thunders. That's pretty good. But luckily for the AF, Tim Dundon, who became a billionaire from subprime mortgages and his investment in Top Golf, where he earned 55%, um, invested in the AF. Now, here's where kind of the problems um, came with this guy, Tim Dundon. So Kim Dunning was supposed to invest $25 million, but he only did $70 million on a weekly basis. And in return, this is really important, he became the chair owner and he partly owned the AF. Um, I didn't really find out an exact amount of how much he earned, but yeah, this was, but he did earn some of the AF. Um, I think he was a majority owner, but I don't know how much. So this brings up another good point um, in business this time, not econ. But in business, we all know that there are disagreements. And Tim Dundon and, like I said, Bill Pullman, a co-founder of the AEF, had a disagreement on how the AEF would look like. So Bill Pullman saw a league, as like I said before, a developmental league for NFL players to reprise their career. Now, as you may have guessed, Dundon did not see the league as this way. Um, he saw this league as a place where NFL players can go during their offseason and play like football and compete. And he wanted um, the NFL to supply players um, to the AAF during these offseasons. Um, so badly that, in fact, that if this didn't happen, he would probably fold the league. But unfortunately, this goes against the political um, collective bargainings. Of the NFL had a, a deal with the players union of the NFLPA. Um, I just learned about unions and econ, so I'll just give you a quick spiel. A union is basically when multiple, when workers get together and they form, um, like, form like a group or like a club where they could be represented by union members. So like um, the union would basically help them get higher pay and would basically fight for them and represent them. So like a lawyer, like how a lawyer um, represents their clients, that's what um, a union does for their NFL players. Now. A couple of weeks later, on April 2nd at 5 p.m., um, Dundon had the idea of folding the league. Now, this is really, really sad, um, and I'll get into that a little bit later. But it upset Bill Pullman, 
because Bill Pullman and um, his co-founder, they wanted um, the league to go to the end and they wanted to play all these players because they cared about them a lot. Um, they wanted this new league to be like a elemental league. And an hour later at five, Dundon, I mean, an hour later at five, um, Dundon said that the, he contacted these AF players and he said that, hey guys, we're officially shutting the league down. And um, he felt the AF um, filed for chapter seven bankruptcy. Um, now, some people, so some reports say that Dundon was in the, um, got into the AF and invested in it, was for the gambling features it had on it. So basically, um, they would have an app that had like real time fantasy football. So if you know what that is, it's basically like players get points every time they score a touchdown, or running backs get points every time they score a TD or have like some runs. So basically, he used this into a gambling. Now, I'm going to get into this in a later episode because this is really interesting. And I am actually right now for gambling in sports. But, and I'll make a podcast talking more about this. But yeah, so um, it's unclear, like, if Dundon just got into the business because it's a tech. Um, because it doesn't, and um, they still, so no one really knows. They have to really analyze his aspects of the deal he had with the AF. Now, kind of going back into the sad part of this, um, it's really, really sad and hurt. Like, I was blown away when I heard this. But anyway, so what I found out was that um, a lot of these players had most of their incomes invested in this. Like, it was their life. It was how they're paying their families. Like, imagine if you're working at a job and all of a sudden the CEO says, like, hey, man, we have to close down shop. Like, how would make you that feel? Like, imagine that emotion. And Robert Klimko tweeted on Twitter that all these players had to fly home on their own and pay for it. And Adrian Robinson, a AAF player, said that he and other players had to pay a hefty hotel bill, which was 2500 This is not a small um, fee. This is pretty big, out of their own pocket. Um, Albert Beer um, tweeted out that um, docs and trainers and equipment guys, they didn't get food like the NFL players did. In fact, he said, that on the night before it folded, um, the players, I don't think they got fed, and instead they get they got like $300 um, as like a reimbursement for their dinner. But anyway, that's awful what happened. Um, now, there is some light to the picture, and it's that some AI players, quite a bit actually, did find NFL opportunities. and. The first one I'm going to talk about, since it's my favorite team, is the Bears who signed Elliot Fry. Hopefully we can get a kick or two of Chris that Parkley kick. But anyway, so Elliot Fry signed a deal with the Bears. Um, Gilbert Camp signed with the Browns. So yeah, 
very, very sad what happened. Um, so um, special thanks to SB Nation. Um, I was able to find my information on their um, article, The AAF Dramatic Collapse Explained um, by SB Nation's James Dater. Um, yeah, so that was it. Um, now, the XFL is going to be coming in a few years. So I'm going to talk about like what I think is going to happen. And frankly, I think that the XFL is probably going to be a pretty big thing. Um, and the reason for this is because uh, I think at first, the XFL has more hype to it, to its name, than NFL does. So yeah, that's just my opinion. Um, so... Yeah, that's it for the podcast. And before wrapping this up, hey, God, please, please, please share my podcast. And please give me a rating on Apple Podcasts because it really helps me. Um, yeah, guys, please share this with one person who you think would love this. Um, because I work hard on this and I really want more people to listen to it. Because I think that if they listen, they'll get inspired. Like I've said before. My mentor is Gary Vee. Um, it's my dream to meet him. But anyway, he inspired me to do this. So guys, if you want to go do something, go ahead and do it. And good luck on finals. Go kill it. Thank you. Bye.